Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we're going to chat about rituals for your menstrual cycle. So if you're new to the podcast, um, I'm Andrea. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness counselor and personal trainer who specializes in helping women learn how to work out with their menstrual cycles and live a seasonal lifestyle. So this fits in perfectly, this topic, um, rituals throughout our cycle. And I'm not talking about just your menstrual phase of your cycle. I'm talking about your complete cycle. What can you do to honor what's going on with our body month in and month out? You know, because over a course of a cycling human's lifetime, we can have over 400 plus menstrual cycles. So if we ignore it, if we don't pay attention to the inner wisdom that our bodies are calling us to have, you know, we're really missing out on a lot of magic. And I will say personally, I have seen an influx in people um, really wanting to know more about their menstrual cycle and what is actually going on with our bodies. Um, I had someone reach out in a group who said, Hey, does anyone have any examples of like, what, what should we be eating? What tea should we be doing or drinking? Um, you know, what, what is actually going on with our bodies? Like, how can we tap into this? So I wanted to chat about rituals that you can incorporate. And I'm talking high level rituals. So these are things that you can incorporate on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, a monthly basis. Um, but in general, these are things that are going to help you tune into your body throughout the entire month. And they're going to fluctuate as we fluctuate through our entire month. Um, so you're going to notice that, um, like, for example, journaling and meditating might be easier at some times of the month and not so easy at other times. So if we start, um, I'm going to start by breaking down um, the pranayama. So pranayama is my first tip or ritual idea to incorporate. Pranayama is simply breath work. And it's an amazing ritual to incorporate. So I know I've had some guests on who talked about breathing techniques. So feel free to do whatever feels best for you. Um, some of the best ones to do when you're actually bleeding, alternate nostril breathing is great. And to do that, all what you do is you plug your right nostril, you breathe in through the left side, and then you plug your left nostril, breathe out through the right side, breathe in through the right side, plug the right nostril, exhale out the left nostril. And I'm sure if you Google this, you can find videos um, if you're still a little confused, but that's a great one to do. Another one during the bleeding phase is um, it's like a, it's like a hissing sound, like a snake, because sometimes we have excess pitta or heat in our body during the menstrual phase and late luteal phase. So we want to be like, you kind of purse your lips and you blow out releasing some of that heat. So if you notice your body, um, you know, really feeling that heat and feeling that fire in the belly, um, doing that pursed lip breath and just breathing out will help, um, release some of that heat and then other breathing techniques to do throughout the rest of the month. Um, and you could totally do those two breathing techniques throughout any time of the month. Um, but four square breath. So where you inhale for four, hold the breath for four, exhale for four, hold the breath out for four or box breathing. It's sometimes called exhale twice as long as your inhale releasing the diaphragm on the inhale and constricting on the exhale. Meaning um, I always kind of envision the pelvic floor. So when we exhale, as I'm like thinking of this, I've been breathing backwards for so many years that I didn't realize like on your inhale, everything should be releasing. And on the exhale, your pelvic floor is actually coming up. And so paying attention to that, that could be something that you do. I like to do that sitting on a foam roller just because I can have a better connection to my pelvic floor. So I can really realize, okay, am I, am I inhaling and letting things drop? And then exhale, is it coming back up? Um, and then the exhale twice as long as the inhale. I will say this. I personally have had trouble sleeping. Like so many people, um, the last, what, 
eight, nine months. Um, and it's, it's a lot of it's stress, you know, all, we're all have this just underlying stress going on. And so when I'm in bed, I really try to focus in on my exhale being twice as long as my inhale. Like, so I would maybe inhale for a count of four exhale for a count of eight. And I will tell you, this will put me back to sleep. I have no idea, you know, like how it works, but usually after I've stewed for a little while, then I'm like, whoa, 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 let's come back to the breath. And I do those practices and my body just instantly, not instantly, like in the next minute, it might do it for five minutes and then I'll fall asleep. But that's something that, um, has really helped me get back to sleep. So, you know, kind of a segue right into my next tip or next ritual to incorporate is sleep. So making sure that you take time to rest, we all know this, um, you know, making sure we have our set bedtime in Ayurveda, it's 10 PM trying to wake up at six. That's going to be ideal for most people during your menstrual though. And late luteal phase, you might need an extra hour of sleep. So paying attention, do I need a little bit more rest? Am I feeling a little bit more depleted? And you, you might be, so take that time to take a little bit of extra sleep, go to bed a little earlier. If you can't, um, sleep in a little bit, you know, just set, set your own schedule accordingly. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be really something that's helpful. I think is having that evening ritual for myself. It's always reading. Like that's my body's signal that I'm slowing down. And I know so many people have just been feeling so scattered and I've been telling clients that, Hey, let's try to get off our phones. So we're not looking at our phones right before bed. And I know it's hard right now because there's just so much going on in the world, but trying to just put your phone down. Um, and you know, whether it be watching a TV show without a phone, just kind of watching it, maybe you're reading a book, doing a puzzle, um, you know, creating art, whatever is something that helps you unwind at night that can help you get to bed a little bit easier. Um, if you've been really struggling with, you know, Hey, I need to go to bed at 10 PM. So try to try some different routines, see what works best for you. Next up, uh, another ritual idea to do throughout the cycle is your meditation or journaling. So taking the time to do this, you know, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever works best for you. But during our menstrual phase, we are really intuitive. And usually you get a lot of creative nudges if you're quiet and you listen. So, so many times we miss the magic of this phase because we overschedule, we consume too much social media, and we're just nonstop um, plugged into things instead of plugging, unplugging, and tuning into our own inner wisdom. So meditation is one way to assure a little rest and connection to your inner wisdom. And sometimes during the um, bleeding phase, late luteal phase, you feel a little bit more um, connected to sitting and meditating. Whereas the follicular and ovulation phase, you have a little bit more energy and it might be a little bit harder for you to sit and meditate. So how can you tune into your inner wisdom? Maybe it's journaling during those phases, going for a walk out in nature. But the main thing is just giving ourselves pause. You know, how can we check in with our emotions? How are we honoring what's going on with our bodies right now? And again, it's going to be different every single day because we are um, fluctuating human beings. And this is someone who is even non-cycling. Um, if you are a woman identifying human, you might be saying, you know what? I, I do feel that pull and that ebb and flow, you know, and it could be around the lunar cycle. And so really paying attention to what's going on with the moon. I have a lunar calendar up on my wall. So I kind of, I always track where the moon is. I kind of check in every day. Um, I have clients who even ask me, Hey, what's going on with the moon? Um, Cause I'm just feeling a little out of sorts. And so I check in with that. It's called we moon is the calendar I have. I just have the wall calendar up. Um, but something like that could be something really helpful. 
to plug into your own inner wisdom again, and just kind of to feel, to feel a little bit more, okay, yeah, a new moon is coming. I'm feeling that just going inwards or, Hey, a full moon's coming. I'm really feeling like putting myself out there and I don't check, check in with that. Even if you are cycling, checking in with the moon, because sometimes we might like, for example, right now I'm on day four of my cycle. It's a new moon tomorrow. I actually feel so tired and inwards today. So the day before the new moon, which is interesting. I mean, it's, it's just, it's not a judgment either way. Actually I'm on day three. Yesterday was day two. Um, Cause day two, I felt a lot of energy, but then now I hit that wall. I probably overdid it yesterday. Let's be honest. I was too much. I, I had energy. I shouldn't have really pushed myself as far because now I feel really inwards and I really feel that pull to the new moon time. So the more that you can really just take everything as feedback and notice, the better you are going to be at tuning into this inner wisdom and trusting yourself because I trust myself knowing, okay, I hit a wall yesterday after I spent probably too much time um, on social media. I just kind of did a lot of quick little videos and that was probably too much, you know, day two, I should have taken a little bit easier and then, you know, done those during my ovulation phase. Hopefully that makes sense and it's not too confusing, but again, everything is just feedback. Next up for a ritual idea is mother nature. So this is something that I love to um, do every time, every day, preferably of my cycle. So spending a little time outside, even if it's just stepping outside your front door and standing in the cold with your jacket on um, for a minute or two, just breathing in that fresh air. But this is something that helps balance all three doshas in Ayurveda. So ideally you're spending, you know, a few minutes outside, you know, in the winter, I get it. It's not an enjoyable season. If you live somewhere where there's snow and it's cold, but the earlier that you get out there, the better your body adjusts to those changing temperatures. And then trust me, as the season goes on, you're going to be a little bit more, um, adapted to that colder weather. And it's not going to feel quite as bad come February as it does right now in November. So what are some ideas for going outside, um, forest bathing, any season you could do forest bathing, walking on a nature trail, biking, cross-country skiing, snowboarding, swimming, depending on the season. So really trust your energy level and tune into what feels good for you today. Another ritual to incorporate throughout your cycle, healthy oils. So I'm talking about healthy oils on your, in your diet, as well as on your skin. So in your diet, avocado, sesame, olive oil, you can add those into your cooking. Um, you can also put those on your skin, the same oils that you're cooking with. So during your menstrual phase, if you run warm, coconut oil is a wonderful oil to incorporate. So that's something that you can do in your cooking as well as on your skin. And then if you feel a little ungrounded during your ovulation phase, more grounding oils, such as avocado oil, sesame oil, and lavender oil, that's something to help ground you back down. Cause sometimes, you know what, we get so full of energy that we feel um, a little floaty, a little in our heads and not, not as grounded as we should. So making sure we incorporate those oils to bring us back down. Another idea, uh, ritual idea is a castor oil pack. I love castor oil packs. I will tell you this. I started them last year and I am a huge fan. I do them in the winter about once a week. It's a detoxifying experience and it really helps personally my digestion. And I just feel better after them, you know, and the only time you don't want to do it is during your bleeding phase. Instead, just do a hot water belly pack. Um, so just put the hot water pack on your belly. You can also use lavender oil instead of the castor oil um, during your menstrual phase. And that's going to help relieve cramps. 
So I also have a video, I'll put it, I'll put the link in the show notes. I have a video explaining how to do a castor oil pack because I won't tell you here, but they're pretty simple. You know, once you kind of get the hang of, oh, that's actually not too bad. I personally don't, it doesn't make a huge mess um, for myself. So it's a really, it's a really nice practice. I usually do them for an hour. So I'll put on a TV show and just kind of relax for an hour. Um, you can read, you can meditate, you can take a nap, but um, you know, 30 minutes is totally fine as well. I just prefer a little bit longer. Um, it's just a nice savory practice for myself and doing it ideally late afternoon or right before bed, because it can be um, a soothing experience. You might feel a little bit more tired after. And so it is nice to do when the sun's down. Um, and usually if my son's asleep, um, I might do them. So that is your idea for your castor oil packs. And then your last um, ritual idea that I think everyone needs to do is to move our bodies. <laughs> so during your first two days of your cycle, rest is best. Um, but you want to ease back into it with just body weight exercises, slow flow yoga during the follicular phase. It's time to move your body in a fun and creative way, like dance, uh, fun yoga flow, lifting weights with a twist, such as like a, doing an EMOM, which is like an every minute on the minute, um, movement or an AMRAP, which is as many rounds as possible or something with timed workouts, but having fun. Um, that's the name of the game during the follicular phase. In the ovulation phase, incorporating HIIT workouts, more intense running or biking, um, using your energy up during this intense phase because we got we have a lot of it. So the exercise will actually help ground you. And then finally, that luteal phase, you might continue with more intense workouts in that first half of the phase. And then you slowly start to ease your intensity down as the luteal phase continues because it really is truly about listening to your body. So you might kind of circle back to body weight exercises, body part specific, um, Pilates, bar, slow flow yoga. Um, you'll kind of know when you hit that wall, if you're really paying attention. So that's kind of the, the main name of the game for all of these rituals is just tuning in. How can you really tune into your body? So in wrapping up with these, my kind of challenge would be to you, is creating a list of rituals or ideas that you want to incorporate throughout your cycle. So I just gave you, um, you know, I think eight, maybe eight different things. So, or six, but what would be your kind of big rocks throughout your cycle? What do you want to incorporate to help you have a fun, um, easeful, playful time, um, during that, during that entire month? You know, it's not even during that time of the month. It really is your life. How can you make it, how can you make it, um, more aligned with you and who you want to be? So if all of this is um, exciting for you, definitely check out, I have a free self-care guide. Um, it's a beautiful 20 page book that you can download and um, use throughout, throughout your cycle um, and really tune into that. It's something that I created to just to have you, you know, print off or have on your computer. And then every, every cycle phase, just look, oh yeah, this is perfect. Um, I even put a few recipes in there for facial steams. I put a yoga flow um, exercise in there for you. So enjoy. I love it. I've already had some wonderful feedback on it. So, all right, that's all I have for you. And you can find that, I guess, at my website, just at andreaclawson.com. But thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>